This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. If you had to throw out a first pitch, you think you could get over the plate? No way. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> I'd have to practice. Also, the exact number of good friends, great friends, and acquaintances we need in our life. It is Thursday, the 1st of April, April Fool's Day, 2021. We're Jeff and Jen. And here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Speaking of April Fool's Day, since last year's was definitely tame because of the pandemic, do people have prank energy built up that they're ready to release today? A new survey asked people if they think April Fool's pranks are funny or annoying. And people are actually pretty split. Overall, 45% of people, including myself, Mm -hmm. actually find them quite amusing most of the time. I think most of them are clever and funny. You know, some are dumb. What if it's on you? Like, what if someone's pranking you? Depends on how good you get me. Well, (laughs) I mean, listen, you know, if you tell me, like, someone I love died or something, that's not funny. No, we're not doing that. If it's something that's, like, legit funny and and you've had me, I mean, that's pretty good. So, uh, earlier this morning, Fritch said, oh, my goodness, this crazy story just came in about this meteor. And I forwarded it to you and Toria for Hot List. You can maybe do it on your show. So, I read the whole article. And then at the bottom. Did you read the last line? April Fool's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's pretty good. <laughs> well, I good. knew he was a space nerd, so yeah. I was like, this will be good for you guys. Well, they talked about the meteors that were going over King's Island, right? But it had a really great yeah. photoshopped picture of a meteor <laughs> flying over the Eiffel Tower. So I was there like, have been some that have been spotted around the world in the last couple I'm gonna weeks. I'm going to send this to so. Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't like pranks. No, like, I, not no. at all. I would lean no uh-uh. as well. No, I don't sir. mind certain ones that really are... Solid, yeah. But in general, it's not my thing. It's such a control thing for me. Like I just Uh, am like I don't have control. But I do enjoy the ones where it like people have been doing it for months and months and months, and then finally they do the big reveal of like, gotcha. I love that kind of stuff. So my sister's birthday is today, and believe me, like growing up as kids, it was just relentless. I had so much fun just pranking <laughs> her on her birthday because it was April Fool's Day. I know. We have a nephew in our family, JJ. His birthday's today, too. And I always yeah. wondered what it would feel like when he was born on April 1st. I was like, I wonder what it's going to feel like for him growing up and being like, the you know, born on April Fool's Day. Yeah, because you're the family fool. But he's not, you know, it's interesting, know. but it'll be funny. That's the fun we would have with our family members. So that's what's going to happen to him right. down the road when his <laughs> exactly. sister's like, JK. Uh, 47% of people, however, say that April they find April Fool's pranks more annoying than amusing. Uh, the only age group where more people said they thought they were funny, more funny than annoying is people under the age of 30. Um I will say that 60% of people who were polled says they don't like it when someone pulls pranks on them. But 46% of people do enjoy pulling pranks on other people. 
So there you go. Um, Here's another thing. 43% of people say they usually do not like it when companies pull their corporate approved April Fool's pranks. Why not? Yeah. They're funny. Kind of. Shows they got a sense of humor. Although Volkswagen got in trouble because they did an April Fool's prank that didn't actually fall on April Fool's Day, which annoyed people. They changed the name. They said they were changing the name from uh, Volkswagen to Volkswagen in celebration of their electric vehicle, their electric Volkswagen. And people, especially in the media, found it uh, annoying because everyone bought it. And secondly, it didn't actually fall on April Fool's Day, so they were annoyed with that. Plus the fact that there was that big uh, diesel fuel scandal that they got caught Mm -hmm. lying in that I think just left people with a bad taste in their mouth. But in most cases, I do find. Are you going to pull any pranks, pranks today, Jeff? If uh, you know, if one falls in my lap, I might take advantage. I don't know. I'm going to keep these cards close to the vest. <laughs> I liked our one prank we did on the air here. A lot of people remember we did live from the Cincinnati subway. Yes. That wasn't my favorite. My favorite was when you would just randomly play a cat sound effect. Oh well, like yeah. all morning long, we would just talk like this. The little but things. in the background, it would be like. And people were emailing us like, I got out of my car. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I was looking for a cat. Yeah, well. That was a fun one. Here's something to keep in mind, though. Before you pull a prank on someone for April Fool's Day today, there's about a 1 in 50 shot they're never going to speak to you again. Because they ask people how they react, you know, when someone pulls a prank on them. And here are the big six reactions. Uh, 45% of people will smile and say, all right, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, About a third will prank them back. Uh, 10% actually get mad, but they get over it. And then a smaller percentage will keep a poker face and refuse to give them the satisfaction of any kind of reaction. Uh, An even smaller percentage get quietly furious Mm. and... uh, a very, very minute percentage end the relationship with that person and never speak to them again. Wow, that's yeah. got a that's pretty. It's only two percent of people, but yeah. there is that element. And then the survey also found that uh, the five people we're most likely to prank on April Fool's Day are our spouse or significant other, uh, usually a good friend, one of your kids, a coworker, and your mom. <laughs> experiences we've all had you ever been sitting in a railroad train in a station and there's another train sitting right next to you and one of them starts to move and you can't tell which one it is <laughs> you ever try to pick up a suitcase you thought was full but it wasn't and you go Ooh. and for just a split second you feel really strong how about when you're looking through a chain link fence Do you ever notice if you're just the right distance from a chain link fence, sometimes it seems to go... 
What is that? How do they do that? Did you ever try to tell somebody to have a little bit of dirt on their face? You can never get them to rub the right spot, can you? Say, you got a little bit of dirt right here. They always go, we're here! And you just want to slap the bastard. 736, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Cloudy skies today, breezy and cold. Uh, wind chill factor is going to make it feel like it's in the 20s, even though the official high is in the 40s. And right now it's 31 at Cincinnati's Q102. In 2014, Taco Bell added bacon, egg, and waffle tacos to its breakfast menu, and they only lasted a year, unfortunately. But they might have been on to something because they were asking people to name the foods that can instantly cheer them up. And tacos, bacon, eggs, and waffles all made the top five. Wow, tacos for sure. Yeah, one out of three people said eating tacos instantly puts them in a better mood. We've been doing on this like shrimp taco kit kick yeah. where we have those. At home? Lo- yes, like at home, like these low carb tortillas, and then well, we just really quick to cook. Yes, I was going to say, and then we buy just like the frozen shrimp. We thaw some of them, and we eat, do like three or four per taco, and that's all we cook. So it's not like there's meat left over. There's, and it's been so easy, and we just fry it up with garlic and butter and put them on with some lettuce and salsa, and it's so um, easy and good. Well, and you did mention you wanted to put together a staff luncheon at Nottingham <laughs> in the near future. So. I am. Hmm. I'm going to see how that goes. Yeah. Bacon and eggs came in at number two, followed by steak, fried rice. Who doesn't love fried rice? Waffles or pancakes, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, baked potatoes, cheeseburgers, French fries. I was disappointed to see that fried chicken and pizza barely missed the top ten. Yeah, seriously. I feel like they could have done better. You know, I like <laughs> waffles and pancakes. I would not put I would not put fried I wouldn't put waffles and pancakes above fried chicken or pizza for that matter. You gotta have somebody on you have to have like a breakfast food on there though. You know, when you get some really think, delicious something. Yeah. yeah. I think too for the waffles and pancakes, not always, but I think a lot of people relate that with Dad used to make pancakes uh, on Sunday nostalgia. Oh, yeah, like that yeah. nostalgia sort of True. thing yeah. with it, which which ignites like those happy feelings and whatnot. That's I'll what made you. him fun, Daddy. When we were in Savannah, we um like we each ordered like our own independent thing, but someone next to us got this uh peach praline French toast. Okay. Which we were like, can we order that? Just like one piece of it. So we did order one piece of it and split it. And it was one of the most amazing flavor combinations I have ever mm. had in my life. It does good. sound good. Yeah. Uh, there really is such a thing as being too popular, believe it or not. So that's not just a lie you had to tell yourself to feel better in seventh grade. A behavioral psychologist in the U.K. named Robin Dunbar just shared some new research into how many friends we actually all need. And he says we definitely need some, but humans, we humans don't have the emotional capacity or energy, for that matter, to handle too many friends. So here are, according to science, here are the exact numbers you need according to what he has found. He says you need five best friends. Okay. And we define a best friend as someone who loves you so much they would be willing to give you a kidney. 
Okay, yeah. That's considered a best friend. Yeah, someone who'd be willing to give up like an organ for you. I mean, I think I can name four four off the bat. I mean, clearly Scott would have to give me a kidney. That's assuming he's (laughs) a match. What if he's not? What if what if four out of five of your friends weren't a match and there was only one left? Hmm. Maybe Holly. I don't know if she would give me a kidney. I'm going to text her and ask her. <laughs> I mean, I love her, but, you know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to ask her. Right now, people are texting their best friends. Would you give me a kidney if I needed one? Hey there, exclamation point. Would you give me a kidney if I needed one? Question mark. I'm sending her a text. All right, see what she says. Uh, you need 12 to 15 supportive friends. These are people who would be, like, really upset if you died. They would come visit you for your kidney transplant. That's right. Uh, you need 50 good friends, and a good friend is someone who, like, these these are people you would invite to a big birthday party, maybe not a small dinner party, but like, hey, Tim's celebrating a milestone. Ah, Jeff's on the list. There We're good go. friends. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And you need 150 regular friends. Now, regular friends are the people, you're happy to see them at weddings or reunions, but you don't keep in touch with them all the time. I got millions of regular friends. Ha ha, mm-hmm. take that. She wrote me back in all caps and said, absolutely, in an instant, with a, with a kissy face. She's lying. She I saw know. the prep sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard you talking about me in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, he also says the best number of people for a dinner party is six, if you're wondering. I would agree with that. Yes, and we do monthly dinner parties with the same group, and it's six of us. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. If it gets to, if you get more than that, and then you try to fit them at a table, no one can talk to each other because everyone's just sort of True. lined up, and I hate that. Yeah. Uh, the best number for a vacation, they say, is eight. Ooh, that's that's, that's a pu- lot. That's I it. think six. I think eight can work if you, as long as you don't put pressure on each other to do to all do the same thing. Like, can we do our own thing during the day, and then if we want to meet up for dinner, that's cool. Well, and see, that's not, where no I deal. think six is better because getting a table for eight is a lot. It's harder. Yeah. It's harder than you know. With six, it's like they wait. can push a four and a two, and you're good. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then finally, the best number for a book club, if you're going to do that, best number for a book club, they say is. Ten. Although people always fall away in book clubs. Nobody yeah. there's always like, you know, four or five that eventually fall away. It is they don't like to read. Seven forty two. <laughs> I know. They just want to be part of the club. Thanks for listening to the Q one oh two Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.